0: when I had my spiritual awakening, I saw that I'm and every other person on the world is perfect. And we don't have to fix mm-hmm. ourselves. We only can create ourselves the illusion that we are not perfect.
1: Hey guys, welcome to our Soul Fam podcast, where I interview space holders from all over the world. I'm your host, my name is Karolina, and I am the Connection Catalyst. I help spiritual entrepreneurs experience deeper connection with themselves, with others, and with the universe. Today on the show, we have Andreas Hoffmann, the transformative coach. Welcome to the show, Andreas. How are you doing?
0: Hey, I'm great. Thank you for your invitation. I'm super happy to be here.
1: I am very very happy to be here as well especially that we just only met like a week or two ago on this beautiful meetup that you are organizing spiritual entrepreneurs that I'm so so grateful for to this day because I actually met so many beautiful people there and I was actually hanging out with some of them even later after our meetup so uh, thank you so much because you are there to connect people just like me we are both connection catalysts so I'm just really really grateful to you for your initiative for your drive and for everything that you're doing uh, for this world and for the people in malaga because it's spiritual entrepreneurs malaga so if anyone listens and is in spain uh join because these meetups these groups uh, facebook group is really really amazing so yeah i'm super super excited to talk about and and i would love to start with your story because i'm super curious how did you experience your growth and what has led you to become a transformative coach was it always that you felt like you want to help people or did something happen in your personal life that you were like okay i'm gonna help now others achieve the same
0: it was more uh, that everything in my life led me to this point where i am right now uh, i mean when i was or in my 20s in general i was super depressed and uh it looked very real to me that i am something is wrong with me that i have to fix myself and my strategy for this was achieving and uh, i mean when i was when i was um around 21 i read my first books about the personal development and uh, yeah i saw the kind of the holy grail in it Uh, if i only do my techniques if i only do my work if i only achieve enough then on some point i will be good enough but uh, this point never came.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's how it works, right? This is the achiever personality type. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Enneagram, uh, but this is a personality typology that I like the most. And I talk about it a lot on my podcast because literally it's like the, for me, it's like the best personality typology ever uh, that exists. And for an achiever, it's like, okay, if I don't achieve, I'm not worthy of love. If I don't reach out for more and more and more, I'm never going to be enough. So it sounds like uh, you've had this pattern, but it also sounds like you have already broken out of it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, when I when I got in touch with the spirituality, I got out on the, uh, I got out with it because when I had my spiritual awakening, I saw that I'm and every other person on the world is perfect and we don't have to fix ourselves. We only can create ourselves the illusion that we are not perfect. And then because this illusion looks so real, we are starting to work on this uh, to fixing um, ourselves.
1: Mm-hmm. And how, how was your spiritual awakening? How did it happen? What has uh, led you to this?
0: Life led me uh, to this. I mean um, uh, two months before my spiritual awakening it was around three years ago uh, I crashed against the I can call it the achiever wall, because uh, I was sitting on Bali with uh, 10,000 euros of passive income per month. I could work from every place in the world on that point from that point on but I was super depressed and this didn't make sense for me and then I realized okay it's not possible to win the more game which I which I tried all these years before and I also I thought uh I will be good enough um in my personal development uh if I only uh read books if I only do coaching but this point where I was good enough also never returned and never came and so I was kind of uh, frustrated because I didn't know what to do. And but two months later, I had the spiritual awakening. It seems like it was the right time for me. And from that moment on, everything changed.
1: Mm, that sounds beautiful. Yeah, because if you always feel like you're not enough, there is always more to achieve. Like there is always like more money to make, there's always more friends to have, there's always more connection to have, like there's always more. So if you feel like, okay, only when I achieve anything, then I'm going to be enough on unworthy of love, then this point will never come. And so it's so beautiful that you actually awaken to the reality. But what, what would you say, like, how did you get out of depression? Because you don't seem like very depressed to me right now. So it means that you got yourself out of this state. So what would you say to people who maybe still struggle with it or maybe to people whose friends or family uh, struggle with depression how should they mm-hmm. act around them what should they do to help
0: the thing is what uh how how did I get out I realized the power of thought and in my in my when I when I explain my coaching to to, to people um I, in, in one sentence I I say uh, to them uh, I show people that they are thinking and the more you see this, not on the intellectual level, because intellectual level is thinking again, but the more you realize the fact that you are thinking, the less power thought has on you. And we are, even now, even now, um, we are all more or less the prisoners of our own intellect. But the more you, the true self is awakening, the, the presence, the, the divine one the more um the less influence thought has on your life
1: Mm -hmm. yeah because you can be detached from what's going on in your mind because you know that the essence of you is not your thoughts the essence of you is this ever present ever just existing just being just beingness without you know because the mind is only a part of us and it's there to of course serve a beautiful purpose we chose our personality on purpose we chose our life we chose our body our family our traumas even for a reason right because for example without your achiever personality you probably wouldn't be where you are right now and you wouldn't help so many people as you're helping right now because if you didn't have this drive and this motivation okay I want to help people I want to achieve more uh, then you probably wouldn't be where you're at same for me if I wasn't you know if I didn't have a I probably wouldn't be a connection catalyst because if I didn't suffer from this connection, I probably wouldn't have this drive to connect people and to create SoulFam. and to because SoulFam, you know podcast is only the first step on the journey to create SoulFam app to to connect people from all over the world that are on this spiritual path. So I feel like everything that is in you know in our life serves a purpose and mind included, which is great because with thought we can also create the reality that we want. So thinking and feeling something that we want to bring into our existence is actually great so the mind can be a tool to help us create our life but the problem i guess begins where you don't know that this is how you can operate that you just go with automatic thoughts with automatic programs based on the subconscious mind rather than actually consciously choosing the thoughts that you're thinking and the emotions that you're feeling i feel like even emotions are more powerful because it's hard to control all the thoughts because there are so many of them but if you can actually like focus on emotions then the thoughts that are vibing vibing on the same emotional frequency then they will come to you more and more and so i feel like i totally agree that one of the most uh, important awareness awarenesses i don't know even if you can say like this in in english but pieces of awareness or whatever um that you can have in your in your life is just the awareness that 90 percent of your thoughts are not even yours that you absorb the thoughts from your parents when you were growing up you absorb the thoughts from people because thoughts are for example i had a few experiences where i could literally see thoughts as as like with my eye or rather third eye, Uh, but like I could see that it's actually energy. Like it's like clouds, literally like a thought form is like a cloud just like hanging around in the air and you can literally like tap into it because your brain is more like an antenna. The thought is more like a sense. So you can sense people's thoughts. You can sense your parents' thoughts thoughts when you're growing up and you're just like absorbing all that and then you think that all the thoughts are yours whereas the reality is that no you're not consciously creating most of them so actually they are not even yours so if you can detach from them and just like let them be or just not give them as much power as you say you know and then just like let whatever flow like clouds in the sky just let them flow then they don't have as much power over you and i think that when you're depressed you have a lot of thoughts like this right like oh my my god my life doesn't make sense like you know i'm so sad i'm never gonna get out of this and i can actually relate to depression only now because in january i had covid and covid wasn't really physically for me uh like tiring or anything like that it was actually emotionally because i had like depression for like a week because of covid and only then i could understand wow okay so this is how people who are depressed feel like i've never really understood what it feels like so do you feel like the the awareness of you know, th- your thoughts, that you're thinking and that it's not you. Do you feel like this awareness was something that got you out of depression or did you have to also use some tools, some maybe emotional release or some other understanding that completely got you out of it? And also, how long did it take for you to be in more like positive and happy state?
0: What got me out of it was um, awareness, awareness of what's going on i mean the most of the people here on earth right now are a hundred percent identified with their intellect it means they are uh, identified with their ego and um, at the spiritual awakening uh, it was the first time that uh, the the ego and the awareness the consciousness was uh, separated i had a short moment and from that moment nothing was the same of course i i still sleep a lot and um, playing the game of life and the ego but everything changed from that on and it's it's not like or also my work is all about level of consciousness my work I only work on the level of consciousness with my clients because the higher your level of consciousness is, and uh level of consciousness is infinite and it's also it's various it's not like that we, we achieve a, a high level and then we are there it's of course I still have bad days too when my level of consciousness uh, is is lower a good metaphor is elevator but the thing is and our our thinking our thoughts which we have right now is a very good indicator to see what is our actual level of consciousness is because when the elevator is in the basement of course the world looks dark of course uh, there are no chances of course the world looks like a bad place but uh, when the elevator is on the top is on the higher floors again the world is full of possibilities and so our thinking is uh, always a feedback for our level of consciousness and we don't have to fix our thinking Mm, I mean when I was in my in my 20s I worked with positive affirmations and so on and I tried to change my thinking but the thing is. When you gain a higher level of consciousness, your thinking automatically change to a uh, more positive level, to more hopeful, to more yeah to more beautiful to see the beauty in life.
1: Mm, that's beautiful. So how do you guide people to raise their consciousness? What are your favorite tools?
0: I don't have any tools. My tools is my uh, own personal understanding, my own grounding. And this is also the, the most important thing for a coach, because as a coach, we can't guide other people deeper than we uh, self are. And um, it all starts with our own understanding, especially when we are here in the spiritual field. And I mean, when we talk about spirituality, we're talking about the indescribable. Uh, when we talk, when I use language here right now, uh, it's the in- intellect. And so the truth is not in the words. The truth is beyond the words. And so what when I'm when I'm working with my clients, um, the only thing what I can do is being as present as I can and coming from this present and pointing from this from this present into the direction of truth in the hoping that the other person sees the truth for him or herself, because you can't give away this present of spirituality. The other person has to find it for him or herself.
1: Mm, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you cannot teach someone something that you haven't personally gone through and if you're already on a higher level of consciousness, even your presence, the energy, the aura that you're emitting already can make some shifts in some some people's uh, life and I've experienced it so many times because I do uh, plant medicine ceremonies and some people like, you know, when they would just be in my presence because I've done uh, quite a lot of them just through you know, being in in my aura, they were like, oh, my God, and this is like that. I'm like, yeah, exactly. You know, this is some understandings that I've got through the experiences that I've had. They could just kind of like download uh, from me and they're like, oh, my God, this is it. Like oh, my God, this is like that. And it's just so, so funny how we can influence someone just with our energy. And I felt your presence. Uh, I know when we met, you're just such a, a present uh, creature like you're looking straight into the eyes you are like I feel like you're kind of like going straight to the soul when you're looking at someone and so I can totally um, see how you can influence someone with presence and with the truth because if you represent truth and if you represent presence and pure beingness this is I feel like the higher state of consciousness when you can be present and also when you said like you know you can go higher and lower in level levels of consciousness I actually feel like Maybe you can be in a lower state of consciousness when you are like in your trigger, negative emotion or whatever. But also I feel like when you are higher in your consciousness, like in everyday life, you don't actually treat these triggers so seriously in terms of, for example, for me now, when I'm triggered, I still have this other perspective, this observer perspective that is kind of like sometimes even laughing at the fact that I'm like crying because of something, because, you know, I'm in my inner child and and this and that happened and I'm just like all emotional and doing emotional release. But actually at the same time, I'm aware that this is a trigger that this is my inner child that it just needs to be released and it just needs to be taken care of and i actually feel like this this high level of consciousness that it's only an observer let's say perspective still remains even if i am experiencing some like lower vibrational uh, emotion right because it's like i don't know grief or sadness or regret whatever uh, i still have this like observer that is inside of me that sometimes thinks that it's even funny that I got triggered with such stupid things because, you know, it's just sometimes something really silly can get you out of the, you know, the, uh, the state. But yeah, I feel like even, even if you are in this lower states, you can still have this higher level of awareness at the same time, simultaneously. Uh, so that's what I found for myself. Did you, do you find it as well? Like the, the more you develop the also the easier for you is to go through the, lower levels of consciousness in terms of like lower vibrational, uh, emotions. And then you kind of like really can zoom out and see it for what it is rather than like being so in it and being so caught up in your ego.
0: Yeah, I, I have the same experience and it's not about that. We control our thinking because we can't control our thinking. Um, but we can be aware of our thinking and, um, for for me it's the same I mean I still have uh, some bad hours when my level of consciousness is maybe lower and my my intellect is telling me the weirdest stories again what uh, what is wrong with me what will go wrong in the future and so on but I'm I'm seeing what's going on I'm seeing what's going on and I, and I don't take it so seriously anymore and that's that's the that's the secret
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah to have some distance to yourself right but i feel like sometimes it needs to come from the experience because you know like for example when i did my completion process training and completion process is one of the methods that i'm using where you focus on the negative emotion and you go back to the first time that it has happened in your childhood and there are Some more steps to the process i remember my mentor uh, tilson when she was saying yeah but you know don't treat this as like oh you there are so many triggers there's still so many traumas to go through oh my god when is it gonna end treat this as as something fun like oh yeah i'm gonna get triggered oh i'm gonna improve my life again and now and at the time i was thinking Are you freaking crazy? I mean, I cannot, I cannot like think like this, that it's all fun to go through the trigger. It's fun to go through negative emotions, but now I can really feel what she was saying. And now I'm actually the same. Like if I'm triggered, I'm like, oh, my life is going to get even more amazing after I go through this. And when I release all these emotions, so I'm actually like positively, um, I don't know, I have positive attitude. Towards the trigger rather than being like, oh my God, again, I got triggered. Again, my ego is creeping in. Oh no. So I feel like it also comes with practice when you are, you know, uh, exploring yourself more and more and you're getting used to just being in these states and actually accepting them. Then it is easier for you to just be okay with that. With no matter what happens, no matter what emotion comes to you, no matter what situations in your life are happening, you're like accepting of it because you know that, you know, your mind is only one part, your emotions are only another part, but the essence is still there and it's like untouched uh, by any of that. So yeah, I just feel like it's so beautiful to have this awareness, but I'm really curious, like, so you had like spiritual awakening because you were so low that then there was like nothing left to, I mean, to hold on to and you were just kind of like in this state like, okay, I'm just surrendering because, you know, it's just like, that's it. Or how did it how did it happen for you? Was it because you were so so depressed and so low that it just kind of like awakened you to the reality of? Or how did it happen exactly?
0: I think I was ready. I think I was ready, and um, it happened during a coaching. Uh, but I I didn't know that the coach uh, uh, is a spiritual coach, and on some on some point I. I see, or I saw, that I'm the one who's making the experience, and that I'm not the experience, and the body is a part of the experience. And this uh, this really shocked me. This really, really shocked me. And I had a lot of thinking about this. Thoughts like, "Oh my God, how will it go on in my life?" And yeah, everything and nothing uh, is the same because I always forget it and always uh, identify myself with the experience which can be also very, very, very beautiful. And also uh, for the experience, there isn't ego necessary. And the experience can be a lot of fun if you don't take your ego so seriously.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. And do you feel like when someone is depressed, do you feel like it's actually possible to help someone or do you feel like it's their own like let's say it's in their own hands to get out of this experience.
0: Uh, yes and no, yes and no. I mean, um, especially uh, we as spiritual coaches, we we can't give away the truth. The other person has to find the truth uh, for itself. But of course, we can be there. Of course, we can um, we can we can talk to the other person and. Um, yeah but i mean when a person is depressed uh it seems like uh it has a meaning right now because when i when i look back in my life uh, everything that happened everything which my intellect uh, immediately judged as bad uh turned out as a, a beautiful gift and who am i and with i i mean the ego who am i um who knows uh, to to know what's best for me? Because uh, in my experience, there is a hand uh, which has written our life stories, and this um, this hand is a very very good uh, writer. And what we can do is to have trust, uh, to trust. Uh, do not take our ego so seriously which uh which is judging very quick this is bad this is right uh why me and so on and just moving forward and uh, the thing is the more i saw the last three years in the spirit the, the more my level of consciousness grow um the more beautiful my my life become and i know that this is possible for everyone not only for me not only for you we all Operating in the same perfectly designed system, and um, I really love little children because uh, with little children we can see what it seems like to be the human default settings. And little children, they are uh, have a good time 98% of the time, mm-hmm. and um, we can have this too. We can experience this too, this this fun, this love, this just pure, this this pure being.
1: Hmm, that's so amazing, but you know, for people it's so hard sometimes not to judge the experience or to trust, because I feel like, you know, we are so programmed to to do that. So what are your practices that you do maybe for yourself? Maybe it's kind of meditation or maybe just ob- observing of your thoughts or whatever. What kind of practices do you do for yourself to really like come to this place of trust, of non non-judgment and like to really raise your vibration? Do you work like on it, uh, you know, on a daily basis? Or do you feel like um, it just happens by itself? What kind of practices do you practice?
0: Honestly, nothing. <laughs> but uh, of course, I'm doing some stuff. Of course, I get coached. Of course, I'm I'm reading books. Um, I'm just doing what makes sense for me. But life itself is the best teacher. But of course, often we uh, we don't see our lesson and um but it's it's not like that there are the right techniques i mean um we are always looking for the one right way in business for example you only have to do these 10 steps you only have to use these techniques and so on but there is no right way but there is your way and your way is the right way and so I'm doing the things which makes the most sense for me. And right now I'm working, for example, I'm working a lot with the Of Course in Miracles uh, workbook. And uh, yeah, and uh, when I uh, feel that I want to do uh, work with a specific coach, I'm, I'm doing it. So I'm just following my intuition. I'm following my inner guiding system. Mm. And this will guide me I to... I really uh, what you're yeah. saying.
1: I really love what I can say nothing (laughs) because I feel like so many people are just caught up like yeah you have to meditate every day you have to do yoga every day you need to do journal every day and you know you need to do this and that but yeah the truth is like Mm -hmm. even if you don't do any of these things of course they are beautiful tools and I love all of them and I do uh, you know meditation daily and yoga uh, very often and so on but I feel like uh, at at least for me in the past it was like oh i have to do this to be you know higher in my consciousness or i have to do that or i have to do emotional release or i have to heal myself i have to fix myself because i am not enough as i am but if you actually let go of all of it life will, will bring you to the situations that or to the people to the conditions that actually will help you heal anyway will help you raise your vibration anyway because you chose this path here on earth and you chose the path to heal yourself to bring to yourself, people who will trigger you or some tools that someone will show you or some coaches that you're going to resonate with. So I totally agree that there is no right way. uh, But I also just like to ask about people's uh, favorite methods because you know some people actually might get inspired like i spoke to so many people for example who do journaling i don't do it that often but speaking to some of them like i actually really am up for uh, trying it out because some of them were just so passionate about how it has changed their lives so it's sometimes good to share and uh, see what resonates because you know obviously it's not going to resonate for everyone but i think it's really good to just um brainstorm all these things that we can do for ourselves and then uh, people can change their lives thanks to doing all these things that's that's therefore my question um but i'm also really curious about can can i say
0: something about this of course uh life is not about doing because doing is the ego and yesterday my coach said something wonderful to me it was like uh, you can't be more god because more is always the ego again you are you are and you don't have to do anything to be and this more um creates a gap and this gap is illusionary this then you have time and then you have to achieve to do something to get there but you are already there the only thing is uh that you can see this that you can see this more And of course, there can be practicing like meditation or something can be very helpful. But even if you don't see it, you are.
1: Mm, Yeah, that's so beautiful. And it actually brings me exactly to what I wanted to talk about, which is this presence. Because I feel like people are not present enough in their lives like they are not present enough with each other Um, and even yesterday i spoke to a friend and he was like what do you think is you know the recipe for like a good relationship so that this honeymoon effect that people talk about doesn't disappear and i feel like i what i said that one of the things uh, that i mentioned is actually being present with each other because i feel like if you are constantly in your mind constantly in doing constantly in somewhere else you know not here and now with your partner or with yourself uh, depending on what kind of relationship we are talking about, then you, you are actually missing out on the present moment and you're always like either in the past or in the future and you're actually never here. Uh, but I feel like it's so hard for people to not think about the future. For example, you know, if people don't have enough money or maybe if something happened in the past that now they regret, like it's so hard for people to be present. So, what do you, what would you say to these kind of people that struggle with being, with pure beingness?
0: I mean uh, you are again you are and you think and you will and that's it's nothing right it's nothing wrong with uh, thinking you will because thought is the tool which brings us to um, which guides us uh, through life but you can you can see that you are thinking and the more you s- are seeing this the less influence this has on your life and I mean, uh, love is always there. Connection is always there. Um, the, the only thing which can stand in our own way is our own thinking. For example, that the partner should behave differently or that the partner should be different. But you don't have to believe these thoughts again because when you believe this, you feel like this and your power is to see what's going on. And when you see this thought, it uh, it's, um, loses the power over you.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because you don't give it so much emotional charge because i feel like the thing is that if you are giving it power you're giving it some emotional charge some yeah just like a a nitro (laughs) like nitro power nitro charge right because then you're like oh my god this is like that this is like that and you charge it so much emotionally that then it actually matters but if you don't charge it emotionally if you just observe it and let it go then it doesn't have to have any impact on you or on your life but i am actually really curious uh, speaking about the relationships for a little bit i'm curious to know your perspective because that's something that i also spoke about yesterday that like people on their self-development path who are healing their themselves and their traumas and who are aware of themselves and their thoughts it's a kind of like it seems to me like if someone is in a relationship and if the two people are healing then it's almost like. Mm, when they will have any problem, because like the if there is any problem, then they will know that okay, this is just some healing to go through. These are just some my some of my thoughts, and and so on. So, do you feel like if people are compatible in terms of like if there is you know not like a big incompatibility where someone like I don't know wants to live in a different place or whatever, um, then do you feel like people who are actually on the spiritual uh, evolution path and awareness path are kind of like um, you know, let's say the poten- there is a big potential that they are going to be okay in a relationship and like uh, keep being together because they both heal and they don't treat the triggers or the arguments or whatever misunderstanding as something bad, quote unquote, because they are just seeing that, okay, this is just the universe and, my oppor- and giving my opportunity to heal and I can just go through this and work through this within me and it has nothing to do with this other person. Do you feel like, you know, these kind of uh, couples, they are kind of like... Um, you know they have a big potential of just being together and not having any uh, issues because of this awareness because of this like willingness to heal and the consciousness of how it works
0: i didn't get the question i'm sorry <laughs> like
1: or ex- you know the question is like do you feel like if someone is on self development path and is willing to heal do you feel like th- there is almost like no way that something in a relationship will not work because if you constantly like aware of yourself and aware of your triggers, you know that it has nothing to do with the other person, what you're going through, right? So when is the point when the relationship will end? Because, like, something would have to happen for the relationship to end. And when you're, like, aware of the triggers and when you're aware of your traumas and then, like, you're not kind of putting it all... You're not blaming your partner for it, then there is almost no potential for the relationship not working, in a way, because, like, you're really aware of yourself and you're really loving yourself. So then, like, you know, if you're really... Higher level of awareness, then there is no reason why the relationship would end. Do you find that this is true or not really?
0: Yes, ninety-nine uh, percent true, I would say. Um, of course, the most relationships ships break out because uh, break up because of ego, because they are triggering, and uh, it always looks like that it's the other person's fault. <laughs> and of course it has when something is triggering us it has says more about us uh, than about the other person and the thing is love and connection is everywhere it's always there and the only thing which can stand uh stand in the way stood in the way stand in the way is uh, our own thinking the partner should be different uh, he should behave differently and so on but um and the most relationships break out because of, uh, break break up because of the ego The ego is fighting all the time but there is also something we can call this uh wisdom or intuition or inner guidance whatever we want to call this and but the ego is always uh very loud like break up and you deserve better and whatever and um wisdom is more quiet and of course when um and this this guiding intelligence this wisdom is there for us in our whole life I mean, for example, it was my wisdom uh, which uh, which said to me, um, "Found spiritual entrepreneurs, Malaga, and so on." And also, we have this wisdom in uh, by our side in our relationships. And of course, when the of course the wisdom also can say, "Hey, break up," because there is no more, uh, there is no more. Uh, you you have learned everything which you learned it doesn't make sense anymore that the partner wants something completely different than you but it's as I as I said it's more quiet it's more neutral and not like break up uh, there's no more way and so on mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and yeah, so of really- course
0: uh Yeah. And so, of course, you can you can still break up as a a spiritual person with a high level of consciousness, but it's usually not because of the the lower ego thoughts and Mm -hmm. so on.
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely and that's how my breakup with my last partner actually looked like where you just consciously uncoupled rather than breaking up like we still love each other and still uh, want to be best friends for life and so on so you can actually do it in a very aware and conscious way like okay there is an incompatibility and you can just peacefully and with love just uh, let the relationship or partnership uh, go in this way because you don't have to let go of the whole relationship it's possible to stay friends after breaking up I believe Uh, and I feel like I don't oh I don't hold personally any resentment towards my ex-partners, and I feel like it's weird that people do <laughs> because it's like you know you spend with this other person so long that you're were, you're were friends you are so close that uh, to me just like it's it feels weird not to maintain any connection to just like completely um, you know break up and just like not cut this person out of their life Un- unless it of course serves unless the wisdom the intuition tells us to uh, which then of course I resonate with but yeah I actually you mentioned the spiritual entrepreneurs and I'm. Actually curious to know and um, from your perspective like because you know spiritual entrepreneurs it's it's a nice name and it sounds nice but like how do you find that we can bring the spiritual awareness into our business into our entrepreneurship like what kind of um, let's say perspectives do you feel like you implemented in your life to your entrepreneurship to your business the higher higher perspectives let's say that help you Let's say, mm, run your business in a more conscious conscious way, in a more with more awareness and more love as well
0: mm. yeah, I mean, of course you can you can make business without being spiritual <laughs> and um but it's not and that I that did problem. this a lot. Of, <laughs> and, and and I did this a lot, and I did this a lot. Of course, you can be super, super successful, but in my experience, and I mean, Malaga is not so far from Abea, and in Marbella, there is a lot of money and uh, a lot of super successful entrepreneurs. They have everything which what they ever dreamed of, but they are completely empty. And um, so, the when you are looking in the form for happiness, for love, for joy, you will not be, uh, you will not find it. You will only find this in yourself because you are that and um spiritual entrepreneurship means for me to make business from my inner core and the question is not also where can i make the most money uh, the question is more what is fun how can i how can i make the world to a better place and um and also spiritual entrepreneurship means for me that my ego uh has little and little and little more influence on my business and of course my ego has still influence on my business (laughs) and um yeah and this and here we are coming also back to wisdom again because uh when 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 God or the universe or whatever we want to call this is telling me uh do spiritual entrepreneurs Malaga I'm doing this and so my, my 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 business my entrepreneurship is completely guided by a higher source and uh, my, my job is to only move forward
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. perfect. So how do you connect to this higher wisdom?
0: This higher wisdom is always there we don't have to connect. <laughs> the only thing is of course when when we have a lot of blah blah up here and I say it I said it already uh, the ego is very loud and wisdom is quiet and when there is a lot of or also we can say that our our mind is a, like a is a cup and the cup only has uh, room for limited water and when the cup is full with old uh, stale thoughts which are always the same like oh what why me and I'm not good enough and so on there is no room for something new but when when there is room there uh, then you can you can hear this guidance and it's like like almost everything in the world, like that, you have a lear- learning curve, a learning curve in learning a new language, learning curve in, uh, in sports, learning curve, and yeah, also listening to this wisdom. And uh, I mean, when I was when I was younger, I always thought I have to figure out my life alone, and I make my five-year plans and ten-year plans and so on. And now I'm super happy that it uh, didn't. Uh, uh, go out like this because my life is way more cooler right now as I ever could imagine and so my whole life is um, is uh, yeah I I let I I I let it go all my my beliefs uh, how my life should be and uh, trust this guiding intelligence because this guiding intelligence brought me to to places to to persons um, uh, which I never could figure out with my small intellect
1: hmm yeah i can relate to that a lot and i feel like if we want to find this voice inside we need to take time to be still and to be silent in a way in our minds we need to find ways to really like connect because as you said like if the voice of ego is so loud then the voice of intuition is not gonna be uh, hearable because it's a quite a subtle voice and it doesn't even have to be voice it can be a sign that we see or it can be like a i don't know a, a, a video that we watch that kind of tells us something that just sinks in and awakens something within us or it can be a friend uh, telling us a different idea and we just feel pulled to it it could be very different how the intuition communicates with us how the wisdom uh, communicates with us but if we don't make space in our life for this communication then it's probably not gonna happen and you know I'm saying connect to the wisdom because I feel like from my perspective it's kind of like building relationship with my soul with you know Connecting to my intuition is like building a relationship. It's like you build a relationship with a friend, you hang out, you know, you you spend some time together, you talk to each other, you call each other and so on. And I found with, with my higher self, with my intuition is the same. It's like I I spend time with it, I sit with it, I make space for it, I ask uh, questions uh, to it, right? So I kind of like connect um, in a way, to to this higher guidance, higher self, wisdom—however you want to call it—it's you know all the same anyway, whichever language you use. And so, therefore, my uh, my question about connection, because of course I'm all about connection, I'm connection catalyst. But uh, you know, to me, it seems like I'm just building this relationship more and more, and then it's easier for me to tune in to all these subtle messages that are given to me by my soul or by the guides or uh, whoever you want to call it. So that's how I see um, this say connection with the higher wisdom
0: yeah, was this a question
1: <laughs> no i just i, I was just explaining okay. you <laughs> because you know you you say that like you don't have to connect to it it's there yes but if you you know if you don't make space for it if you don't have an intention to actually like uh, hear it <laughs> in a way then you don't it can be very very covered with some other things that are going on in your life in your mind, and so on so for me, it is actually about connecting to it. it's actually about making space for it so um I just see see it from this perspective, but I also understand that you know you can you can see it as like it's already there and you just need to um yeah make make in a way um Maybe not effort, but just like give space to it and just like let go of all your thoughts so that you can be present with the wisdom that is already within you. And that's a a beautiful thing about healers and coaches, I feel, that we are always saying, okay, you know, there are some people that will come to you as a coach or as a healer like, hey, you know, I have this problem, fix me. But it's actually not about fixing them, it's actually about showing people how they can help themselves. It's not really about us as coaches or healers healing anyone, it's just us guiding people to understand that they have everything within that they need uh, and like they don't have to have any external power to help them discover what was already inside um, so yeah that's, that's such a such a beautiful uh, thing to do um, to, re- to really be able to, to guide people to this understanding so yeah I'm super super uh, enjoying this conversation so I would love to ask you uh, one last little question and um, if people really resonate with your vibes and with your presence and they would really like to connect with you more what's the best way to find you or to contact you, maybe see your content. Uh, where should people find that?
0: I think the best is um, to s- just send me an email. I, I think we have uh, show notes, right?
1: Sorry, what do we have? Do we have,
0: sh- do, do, do we have show notes?
1: Uh, yes, I can in... put something in the, in the notes for sure. Yeah,
0: so so the best thing is uh, email because I don't have any uh, English website yet. And uh, I don't know when I, there will be an English website. Um, so the best thing is to, to send me an email and, uh, yeah,
1: if, perfect. Uh, so if someone, so, has someone
0: any... yeah, someone wants to talk to me, I'm here. <laughs>
1: perfect. Someone has any questions like how to be present in my life. My mind is just going crazy all the time. Andreas help me. <laughs> if someone would like to discover that, then, uh, yeah, perfect. Thank you so, so much for sharing your beautiful energy and your presence with our audience. I'm super, super grateful that you agreed to be on our podcast.
0: Thank you too.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being with us, beautiful people. Um, this has been an amazing conversation. Andreas is so present. He is such a beautiful soul. And if you'd like to find me, I am The Connection Catalyst on Instagram. So follow me there if you're curious about my content about healing and spirituality and all these beautiful things. And if you'd like to find Soul Fam Podcast, it's We Are Soul Fam on Instagram. So thank you so much again for being with us and stay. Stay tuned to the next episode.